0: This conversation from the Augusta Golf Show is brought to you by Gerald Jones Audi. Online at AugustaAudi.com. Well, Mark Rolfing covers the game for Golf Channel and NBC Sports. And for the last year or so, Mark has been involved with the renovation, the restoration of the plantation course at uh, Kapalua, site of the century tournament of champions it's a pleasure to welcome Mark Rolfing back to the Augusta Golf Show. Hi, Mark.
1: Hi, John Patrick. Great to be back on your show. How the heck are you?
0: You know, I'm pretty good, and it's 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 always good to hear your voice. How you feeling?
1: I feel really good. I'm down in Houston, Texas, and what's amazing is I'm here for a week for the Houston Open, and I don't even have to go to the doctor. So <laughs> that shows you how well I'm doing.
0: That's, I love that. I love that. Um Mark, and for the recreational golfer, for the guy that plays the Muni all the time, explain to him why this sort of thing has to happen at a golf course, you know, every, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years. I- explain to him why golf courses need to have this happen.
1: Well, believe it or not, you know, the plantation course is almost 30 years old. It just doesn't seem possible Uh, But we started construction on that course all the way back in, uh, you know, the late 80s. And um, the reason it has to happen, you know, for the recreational golfers out there listening is that the infrastructure of a golf course is really taxed uh, by a number of different things, including the elements, the weather, the wind, particularly in a place like Hawaii, but um, you don't See the infrastructure of a golf course because a lot of it's underground. So the two things that are the most susceptible are irrigation systems, which simply wear out, uh, and you know drainage areas, particularly in places like bunkers. So in the case of the plantation course, um, you know that stuff is almost 30 years old, and the irrigation system had worn out, and the bunkers weren't draining properly, and. Um, along with wanting to actually make some improvements to the to the play itself, uh, simply the the infrastructure has to be replaced every 15 years or so. All
0: right with, with that answer then what did um, what did you and and Ben Crenshaw, Bill Corps, the designers of the golf course kind of in a reader's digest version Mark, what did you guys do to the golf course?
1: Well it's interesting uh, you know what had happened, John Patrick was that the plantation course, had become too difficult for the average player, the recreational golfer. And the reason it had uh, is because it slowed down. It it became a softer golf course. We're going through a climate change out in Hawaii like everybody else is, and a lot more rain, and the course was built to be a fast-running course. It simply didn't play that way. Uh, And so it became much longer and harder for the recreational golfer. At the same time, that made it easier for the best players in the world at the century tournament of champions. So what we tried to do was actually make it more playable for the recreational golfer and make it a tougher challenge for uh, the best players in the world. And, And the way we accomplished that was to calm down the greens. The putting complexes are very severe. They're huge. The course is basically built on the side of a mountain and, uh, they had a lot of pitch, a lot of slope, a lot of elevation change. And, and as Ben says, we calmed them down. And those greens are going to be much easier greens to putt. And it's going to become uh, an easier test for the recreational golfer. At the same time, as the course got softer, um, the players are hitting us so much farther now that they can take a lot more chances up there. And we had to create some new teeing areas. We had to move some bunkers, uh, as most of the championship courses in the game are. So you're going to see four or five new tees that are 40 yards behind where they've been playing from that are going to change the dynamic of the shot-making for the best players. And I think everybody's going to love it. I, It was a phenomenal project, and, and I couldn't be happier with the way it's turned out with
0: with these changes and 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 the new grasses will that mark will that help the wear and tear on the golf courses through all of the rounds of resort play
1: it will um you know the new grasses that are being developed now as you know well are so much more durable they're so much more weather and element tolerant and Um, I I really think you're going to see a big difference there. Um, You know, we're going to try to firm the thing up Um, and and really, I guess, more than anything, have a philosophy of turn the water off uh, and have it so the thing can play a little faster uh, because it is so slopey. So particularly for the recreational golfers now, the, the holes that play up the mountain are just so long that it's very difficult for the average player to play them. And we're going to try to get the bounce back in it. It was a very short project. If you think about it, we began on February 1st, which was right after the last tournament of champions. And we had to have all of the work done by June 1st, because the grass had to be planted in June to be ready for the next century tournament of champions. So in four months, we redid all the greens, all the tees, all the fairways and all the bunkers. Um, acres, probably almost close to 120 acres of new turfing that had to occur. So it was a big project.
0: We're talking with uh, Mark Rolfing here on the Augusta Golf Show. So Mark, when when we watch the tournament in January, will the viewer, will is it a difference we can see?
1: I think, you know, no. I, I don't think so unless it's, it's properly explained. And I'm going to put that on the announcers, which uh, I'm one of them. So <laughs> one of my jobs is going to be to help explain what happened and and why we did it. To the naked eye, you're not going to see a lot of big differences. Now, you will see some new bunkers on some holes. The fifth hole up on the top of the mountain, that's the easy par five, the short one, has a bunker now kind of in the left center of the fairway that's going to be a big obstacle for people. Uh, That'll be a big change. Now, whether it causes players to gear back and hit three woods and lay up a little bit, which would then cause them to hit Mid irons instead of short irons in the par five. I don't know, but I don't think much of it will be that visible to people unless you were standing right there. Because, for one thing, the views are what's so overwhelming when you watch on TV. But I I do think what you're going to see is not such low scores during tournament week. You're not going to see Dustin Johnson, you know, driving the ball four inches from the hole on the 12th hole anymore i I don't know that that shot can be hit anymore and some of the other shorter par fours where they've been linked and you know there's going to be more
0: shot making involved i don't i don't want real numbers i don't want specific numbers but i am curious of this mark there's a cost in doing the renovation and there's also a loss of revenue from from nobody playing the golf course for that period of time which number was bigger
1: you know, the revenues are so high there, it would be scary to really think about it. You know, the actual cost was higher. I can tell you it's north of $12 million, which is a you know big number. You can build a golf course for $12 million. Now, not in Hawaii. Now, Hawaii's different. But um, because of the time frame, John Patrick, we literally had to have two crews. We started working at both ends of the property mm. and worked back toward the middle. Uh, so there was probably a, a double-sized... Through there at all times. And that was the biggest expense. The loss of revenue, you know, to be honest, golf in general is not thriving in Hawaii right now. It's pretty flat. Um, the hotels are full, but, um, you know, the golf business isn't roaring like it did 20 years ago. Uh, you know, Hawaii's faced with, with the same problems that we all are in the industry, and that is that the game is basically too difficult for the Beginning golfers, it takes too long and it costs too much. And when you're out there, you know, the last thing the hotels want is for golfers to leave for six hours door-to-door and go play golf. They'd rather have them at the pool drinking $20 Mai Tais. Mm. So um, I think the loss of revenue was was big, but um, it got dispersed down to the Bay Course, which was packed every day. And uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. it, it it was uh, it was a massive undertaking, and kudos um, to Mr. Yanai, um, the chairman of T.Y.O. Corporation that put out the money. Um, you know, he didn't have to do it that way. He could have skipped the tournament one year or something and probably spent half the money, but he wanted to do it fast, and he wanted to do it right.
0: How excited were uh, Ben and Bill to do this?
1: You know, they were really excited. It was great. It was like bringing the band back together because we had Ben and Bill and Mark, Uh, you know, who were three original guys. But beyond them, we are our project manager, Dave Axlin, was the project manager back in 1988. Uh, The main greens builder, uh, a guy named Jimbo Wright out of East Texas, uh, who built the original greens there, came back to redo them now, 30 years later. So the guy who designed the bunkers, who I think is one of the best bunker shapers in the world, Jeff Bradley, Uh, who was the original guy, came back. So you had like, I don't know, it was like Huey Lewis and the News getting the band back together, literally.
0: He is Mark Rolfing, uh, covering golf for uh, NBC Sports and Golf Channel. Um, I always always appreciate it when I pick up the phone and you say, absolutely, I'll come on the show. Mark, it's good to hear your voice. It's good to talk to you. Congratulations on this project. And um, thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you very much for having me, and uh, this whole new schedule thing, I'm a little distraught because it is so long now between the Open Championship and the Masters. I I don't know, I guess we're going to have some pent-up demand, but man, I can't wait, especially now for that Masters, it seems like so far away.